Baltimore Central Connected. It is May. It's been a little while since we've done one of these, but we are back. Um, and uh, we've been doing a lot of traveling in this room. That's why it's been six weeks, I guess. So uh, um, I would like to say that I'm your media specialist, Justin Jaggers. I'm uh, hosting this podcast. And of course, we are joined by our CEO and general manager, Kevin Doddridge. Hello, everyone. Who you may or may not have seen on Usher's Snapchat. Actually, it was um, Carly Cross's Snapchat. Oh, who's dating Usher? She dates Ivanka Trump's brother-in-law. The Kushner. The yeah. Kushner guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Usher just happened to be there with us. Oh. <laughs> Along <laughs> with Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> so, uh, and have, we we're all Somewhere joined. on a podcast today, they're, at, they're saying that they were on a, um Instagram of a famous co-op manager. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Um, and our safety director, J.D. Cox. Great to be back. And our director of economic development and marketing, Michael Bellapani. Hey. And uh, so May is a very important month, and I'm just going to kick it straight off to you, Kevin. Yeah, great. Thanks. Yeah, May uh, is known as National Electric Safety Month, and I'm sure J.D. is going to want to talk about that a little bit more in depth. Um, but I just want to reiterate that even though we have an emphasis and recognize safety in the month of May, Every month is, is, is safety month around here, and we try to make sure we focus on that. And that's, that's just a part of it being our culture now. Um, we had a series of storms. It's kind of amazing, uh, late winter, early spring, how we transitioned from ice to tornadoes to wind to thunderstorms. And it seemed like there we were fighting storms every Wednesday. Uh, but I was asked by uh, a regional manager at TVA, what North Central did special during these storms safety-wise? And I said, you know, it's kind of like, what do you do different in the Super Bowl than you do during the regular season or the World Series? You still stick to the basics, the fundamentals. If you turned it into a culture, then it's instilled. You don't have to do anything dramatically different. And you make sure that you don't get into a hurry, even though it's a storm situation. So, as I said, we had storms. Um, we do have a new outage management program that I hope that the membership's able to go to the app and see here, if not now, before long. I think Michael's got some more information on that where you can see uh, outage maps. And maybe sometimes when um, <clears throat> you're having a difficult time getting through to dispatch, you can take a look at that map and see that we know that you're out or that you are not out and help you with your reporting. Um, another great byproduct of these storms has been a lot of debris. So right now, we are cutting right away. Um, we're focusing on the Barton area, but we had a lot of trees that were damaged during the ice storms, and then damage transitions into tree limbs that are still in the tree. Winds come through, knock them down. Trees get damaged again. We're cutting a lot of limbs to get them off the lines, and there's a lot of limbs that used to be in trees that are now on the ground, and we're aware of that. A lot of it's because of the fiber. Uh, clearing out the lines to put fiber on them. A lot of it's from the storms. We know we have a lot of debris on the ground. We know that we are moving deeply into grass mowing season and people don't like to mow around it. I, I don't blame you. So we're going to try to focus on getting some of that um, that debris up because I, 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 we realize the, the pain that it can be trying to work around it and that you want it up and it doesn't look nice. So we, we, we're going to try to work a little bit harder on that. Um, as I talk about fiber, as always, North Central Connect, we are bearing in on 2,000 customers. 
Uh, it's, it's not been a fast process, but it's been a good process. We're very confident in what we're doing, got a good product out there. And I'm sure Michael wants to reiterate, um, if you're interested, sign up. That's the best thing that we can do. We need to know who wants it, and that's, that's what's going to kind of help us with what our next design phase is going to be. A um, lot of uh, discussion on supply chain, inflation, and believe you me, we are seeing that at North Central. Right now, as I've said before, we are managing it. We don't have any areas of great concern uh, for our larger industry. We are able to serve you. We've got the, the transformers and, and the, the equipment to do it. We don't have a lot of spare, but we got what we need, and we're trying to make sure that we keep the other coming in. Pricing is very difficult. I think I told you that on heavy equipment, and bucket trucks, digger derricks, etc. in some cases we're looking three years out. Um, so a lot of challenges there, and pricing is a huge challenge. We really are taking a first look at what our rate's going to look like next year, and we really hope to keep an overall rate increase somewhere under 1.5%, uh, which I think you could probably acknowledge that in these inflationary times um, is not that much. But as everything is starting to, to increase in price, we don't want your electricity bill to increase dramatically. It's going to have to increase maybe some, but not at the rate of everything else, hopefully. Take a pause. <laughs> One last thing to hit on is um, the City of Isla Branch has had a great interest in LED street lighting. And we've got thousands of fixtures in Isla Branch. Uh, some are LED, some are the old um, high-pressure sodium. No more of the mercury lights, I hope. Every now and then I think I see one out of the corner of my eye, but I'm sure that doesn't exist, but maybe a few out there. <laughs> but we were asked if we could assist the city in making sure that we get all these changed out uh, in a fairly quick fashion. So we're hoping to do that. That's an area where we're not seeing supply chain issues. But we see advantages in the LED lights, uh, the, the basic disappearance of maintenance. Uh, they a lot more, um, you can count them a lot more to live a lot longer. They use uh, quite a bit less energy. They are quite bright, but the, the lighting is kind of focused more, so we're thinking those who uh, have concern about clear skies, uh, we're hoping that overall we, we might see an improvement when we get all these lights put up. And I don't know, the coverage area of these lights may actually dictate that we have to use uh, fewer of them to get the same coverage area. So a lot of things going on. Uh, you mentioned a lot of travel, and, and I have been in D.C. talking to our elected officials. Um, and basically just reiterating a lot of the same things that we do reiterate. If there's mandates coming down and tax incentives to fund mandates, we're tax exempt, um, so we need direct pay. We can't really take a tax break being a not-for-profit. Uh, and also remembering that as we talk about transitioning into this new green economy, which I don't think in the purest sense is going to really come forward, but um, there are supply chain issues associated with that. We look up and we're needing core steel for transformers. Well, when Shanghai went down, the core steel really started getting stressed. Uh, a lot of these uh, metals are being used to produce uh, batteries for electric vehicles. Um, the concern about the, the increased um, manufacture of electric vehicles is causing people or, or car manufacturers to decrease manufacturing of combustion engines. Uh, as they do that, there's concern that's going to flow over into the other energy market, uh, refining uh, oil and, and to gas, gasoline, and maybe plans to expand that 
will be curtailed. So as a friend of mine says, for every gimme there's a gotcha, we're going to keep our eye on it. We welcome more electric cars. We realize they're not for everyone, but we think in some cases, especially in an urban area, they make a lot of sense. So we look forward to the challenges of serving that increased load and the challenges that come along with it with supply chain and everything with it. But uh, we're on top of it every day and hopefully the things that concern us will not have to concern you. Okay. That's That was a lot. Gonna wrap that up pretty good. <laughs> I can breathe now. Oh yeah. And, and, and another drink. Label out. <laughs> All right, Jay, what you got for us? I appreciate it. Uh, Kevin teed up uh, National Electric Safety Month. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we have a great culture of safety here. Uh, but month does provide us uh, a moment in time where we can really focus in uh, and offer up a lot of materials uh, to talk about safety uh, at home, at work. Storm safety, things of those nature, of that nature. So, uh, I know Justin, you do a good job of putting that stuff out on uh, all the social media formats that we have. So, you know, everyone can uh, go there and look for information, mm-hmm. uh, links, and things of that nature to get to uh, some very good sites. But uh, one of the things that we focus on during uh, National Electric Safety Month, uh, of course, is home safety, and it's really, you know. Uh, talking about blocking and tackling the basics. Uh, when we talk about home safety, we really get that, you know, extension cords. Uh, you know, people run extension cords all over the place. Uh, we just ask that, uh, number one, they're the right type of extension cord and make sure that they're rated uh, for what you are using them for. Uh, also, you don't want to overload the electrical circuits in your house. Um, and a lot of people think, you know, when that breaker starts tripping, uh, you know, you just need to go get a bigger breaker. Well, the breaker is, is tied to the size of wire that uh, it's supplying, so you definitely don't want to increase the size of the breaker. You may want to just limit what you're plugging in uh, in that electrical circuit. Something made it trip. Something made it trip. It's, it's doing its job, uh, whether it's an overload condition or whether there's something physically wrong with the circuit. When that breaker trips on a regular basis, you need to get someone to look at it. There's a reason. Uh, you know, electrical uh, fires in the United States – there's about 50,000 a year on an annual basis. And, and most of those come about uh, because people ignore that breaker is tripped for the fifth or sixth time that week. Uh, so really check those things out. Just don't let them go by, just don't ignore them. Um, uh, the other thing is storm safety that we like to focus on. Always assume in a storm situation, if you see a line down that the line is owned um, and you, you know, all of the information that they put out there, uh, all of the uh, materials that you're going to see is going to ask you to stay at least 35 feet away from, uh, you know, any uh, line that is down, any electrical equipment, any poles, anything of that nature, uh, just to make sure that everybody's okay. Uh, a lot of times, you know, a line can be laying on the ground. It's not necessarily going to be making a noise. It's not going to give you ind- any indication of the we- as to whether it is on or off. Just stay away from it. Call us. Uh, let our folks come out, take a look at it, make it safe, uh, things of that nature. Generator safety. You know, if, uh, if your power does go out and you choose or uh, you have the availability of a generator at your house, make sure uh, that it is outside when it's running. You know, you don't want to put those things in your garage. Uh, we hear the hurricanes coming through a lot down on the, on the coast, and inevitably there'll always be three or four reports of where people who are worried about their generators missing 
put them in their garages while they're running, and then they they succumb to you know the generators. If memory serves me correct, that that last storm or one of the storms last summer that hit in South Louisiana, every fatality associated with that storm, I think, was tied back to unsafe use of a generator. It was, and and it was virtually some of the first uh, fatalities that, that they started seeing down there was the result of that uh, you know generator use. Also, here's a big one. Um, you know, and that's surge protection. Uh, you know, in, in your house, you really need to think about that surge protection. Uh, our lines and equipment that we build, uh, our engineering staff, they design surge protection into the system on the larger scale. But when it gets down uh, to your house, you need to make sure that, uh, that you've got surge protection, especially all your electronics, computers, you know, uh, uh, air conditions now. Uh, are incredibly sensitive now to surges and things of that nature. So you want to make sure that that equipment is protected as well. Um, and when we talk about electrical safety, uh, we just like to uh, to remind everyone that we have a, a great uh, electric demonstration trailer here at North Central. Uh, we're very blessed to be able to have that, and we're more than willing, and we love to take it out into the community. Uh, it, you know, all the schools and career tech centers and, and things like that and really give everyone an up close uh, view uh, of what an electric distribution system looks like and we can talk about the different parts of an electric system and what you should do when certain things happen and if you hear this what does that mean uh, so if, if if you're a school out there or community college certainly anything like that and you would like for us to come out with a demonstration trailer Justin's going to give you uh, our contact information, a way to get in touch with us, and we will be glad to come out uh, and do a public demonstration uh, and really get into the nuts and bolts of, of some of what we do. Um, one of the things that uh, we did last week is we had an apprentice lineman training school uh, that North Central hosted. This is a statewide school, and we had 46 students from all over the state uh, come in for a week and we really focused on uh, underground utilities, which more and more and more, uh, that's what's being install installed, especially in our service territory is underground facilities. And uh, we have four of those schools a year. Two of those will be hosted uh, at North Central. Um, our statewide apprenticeship program uh, certainly speaks to um, workforce development in our state. And of course, with North Central, that is something that is very near and dear uh, to us is workforce development. And we support that, whether it's at the statewide level or whether it's from our local community college. But we had 46 students come up. We uh, really had a great time. We had uh, seven different learning stations set up, seven different opportunities to cover different aspects of what that work is and, and how you install it properly. That's the biggest thing, is it, really educating our workforce how things are to be properly installed and properly maintained. And that is all reinforced in that school. Uh, speaking of community colleges, uh, a couple weeks ago, Northwest Community College uh, had another 12 students uh, to graduate uh, the line worker program. Uh, and that's always a fun time on graduation day. They get to come out and really showcase uh, what they have learned. And you know, it's amazing uh, to see them on that showcase day. That's basically what we call it, kind of a showcase day. And, uh, you know, their, their parents and grandparents 
uh, and you know spouses and girlfriends and all that stuff they're able to come out and, and really see what the guys have done for the past 16 weeks uh, it's a great day uh, Northwest does a great job of uh, promoting it uh, Mr. Johnny does a great job instructing and, and getting uh, those young folks prepared for what they're going to be asked to do when they first get to the utility so we are very proud of our partnership uh, with Northwest and the line worker program um, and they'll be opening, there'll be an open enrollment for uh, next semester's program very soon. And uh, if you have any questions, you can get in touch with Miss Katie Broadway over at Northwest, and uh, she can get, uh, get you lined out on what you need to do in order to be able to get into the school. And um, with that, just like to say, uh, very excited about our uh, outage management system. I think it's really going to enhance, um, you know, our members to be able to see. Um, you know where uh, where the outages are at make sure that the area that maybe there they have an outage it has been reported and they can see that in some kind of uh, polygon um, you know to make sure that uh, that we know about it so I think that's going to be a, a huge asset it's going to be a great thing for us uh, to manage that storm to be able to see where most of the calls are coming in and you know where we really need to uh, focus most of our resources at and being able to respond to that quickly. So just really uh, excited about that product. I think it's going to be a big deal for <coughs> us. And with that, uh, I'll turn it back <laughs> over to you. Okay, well, uh, just real quick, some contact information. If you are interested in the safety demonstration trailer, you can call us at 662-895-2151, and we'll get you some more information on that. If you're interested in the uh, utility line worker program at Northwest Mississippi Community College, that is northwestms.edu. So my attempt at a transition here is we're going from <laughs> safety to communications. Uh, we have to brag because we're very proud of our safety program around here. And uh, one of the things we did back in September was introduce a safety app that the employees have access to the latest safety information and videos and everything else. Well, the uh, National Rural Electrification Cooperatives of America took notice and uh, awarded us with the Most Innovative Use of Digital Communication Spotlight Award. And then had me at a board meeting when it was presented, and I couldn't even be there with you. <laughs> the other thing is they forgot to bring that award to Seattle where I was. <laughs> no way. No, yeah, it, it happened. Some, you know, they just, you know, but... Um, it, but but also we, involved we got... in that was, you know, the week prior, mm -hmm. as I'd been hanging out with the supermodel mm -hmm. and Usher. Yeah. Who did you... Um, Run around with some. I, I, I was in Salt Lake City on the way home, and I ran into Tracy Morgan. Uh, for those of you that are immediately recognized that, you, and yeah, he, he, he knew me. We fist bumped. No, uh, <laughs> we. Uh, if you if you don't know who he is, he was on Saturday Night Live. Uh, he's done some voice acting work and uh, Thirty Rock and and everything else. Well, I told Michael the story yesterday, and I have to share it with you guys. So I ran into him, or, or he sat down, and I came approached him and said, hey, can I get a picture? And he was totally fine with that. About, I went back to my seat, and about five minutes later, I hear him say, I'm ready to walk. Okay, well, all right, fine. Well, the, uh, one of his entourage had this big JBL speaker with him, and 90s R&B starts playing, <laughs> and he gets ready to walk down to his next gate or wherever he was heading, but he kind of boogied pimp walked his way down there with the the music so, so he had was, walkout music he had, well, he had his own walkout music it's like that's how you know you're a celebrity so 
That uh, we, we the budget year's coming up soon, so I might have to ask for that in the communications <laughs> budget. <laughs> so speaking of communications, Michael Bellapani, my boss and the director of marketing and economic development. Well, thanks, and and congratulations on Thank the you. award. It was it's it's really nice to be recognized by your your peers mm -hmm. uh, for uh, projects um, that you put a lot of work and effort into, and um, you know. Part of our cooperative business model is a cooperative cooperation among co-ops, and, and we're happy to share that information and, and share our knowledge and what we've learned from that experience with others. And that's why you were at this meeting, was to discuss the app and how it was developed to help other co-ops step up uh, in areas where they may uh, want to improve. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, so also congratulations to our scholarship winners. Uh, as you may know, each year North Central Awards uh, some scholarships to deserving graduating seniors in our service area. Uh, these uh, students must live on our co-op lines, uh, and they submit an application each uh, each year for that. So, we this year we had two homeschool winners, Miss uh, Mackenzie Holloman and Abigail Ricker, uh, from Bahia High School, DeAndre Crutcher, and Center Hill High School, Blake Holmes, uh, Jalen Taylor, Miss Jalen Taylor from Lewisburg High School. Uh, was a winner, as well as Caroline Walter uh, Walton from North Point Christian, and we had two uh, winners from Olive Branch High School, but one of them represented uh, DeSoto Career Tech East, and that was William Cole Massey, uh, and then Miss Tia Towns uh, was an award winner, and those are fifteen hundred dollar scholarships uh, that will go towards their freshman year uh, at uh, community college, trade school, or university so congratulations and y'all will be on the lookout in their next today in mississippi for a profile on each of those i've, I've been sent the headshots so i've got to design the the little half page good deal <laughs> good deal uh, and kind of pick back up on the oms discussion now that stands for outage management system we use a lot of acronyms in our um in our business and not and as many as tva but we're getting close <laughs> well, i always leave a cheat sheet sometimes <laughs> Well, engineering loves them. They, they just try absolutely to put love podcasts them. just abbreviations and acronyms. <laughs> or maybe over in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> or a contest to where we'll see if people are picking up on this. But uh, really, uh, we're listening to our membership, and I know it's frustrating when you get in an outage situation. You don't know. Um, we try and provide information on outage updates as often as possible. But you want to know if we recognize your outage and we have it recorded. And I know we've had some phone bottlenecks and uh, over the years so this system is really going to uh, address some of those issues and provide us with some alternative ways to get your outages reported you know whether that's through text or through our app or the website so an automated one where you don't have to make a phone call and also it will provide that outage map so you'll be able to see it so we're listening uh, it just takes a, a bit of time for us to implement that technology and we're thankful that we're almost to the uh, finish line on that We've kind of come full, full circle on that. You know, years ago, the big concern was that the membership was uncertain if we knew they were out. Now, due to technology and this OMS system, odds are we know you're out. But now that's not good enough. The member wants to know that we know they're out, uh, potentially know when restoration may take place. So mm -hmm. it used to be a feature to where the member was communicating with us. Now it's them pro providing them membership so they'll be a little bit more informed. Yeah, exactly. So we're... Uh, excited and just strive for continuous improvement in that and uh so 
we'll, we'll communicate that as it comes along. Um, uh, everybody, what everybody wants to know about is fiber and when they're going to get fiber service. Uh, we are currently building in phases in, in Ingram's Mill, in Bahia South, and Bahia North. We'll all, we're all over Bahia Town proper. Um, and what we're seeing now is that uh, the pace of those signups is starting to slow. And uh, we really want to kind of dig in and, and understand why. So if you have not already, we are connecting services in, in and around Bahia. Uh, and also in the Ingrams Mill area. So please visit northcentralconnect.com and show us your interest. Uh, Should we not be entering some new area later this summer, though, Michael? I'm glad you said that. For those of (laughs) you in... transition right there. That's it. (laughs) The master of the segue. For those of you in the Miller area, uh, the Miller phase, which is what we call, in effect, uh, from our office down south past the hospital, uh, along Bethel Road, uh, and then moving west down to Woolsey, uh, Dunn Lane, Dunn Lane, uh, <laughs> you know, parts of Lewisburg and, and, and those areas, um, we're going to be opening this phase and I'm going to, I'm going to go on and say it late summer folks in the Miller area, Miller farm subdivision area. You could be seeing services available as early as mid to late July. I hear cheering in the background. Absolutely. Yeah, and then something important about that to know, though, is is when we start lighting up the Miller area, that is showing a dedication of completing that phase to Dunn Lane. Mm-hmm. But so if you if you're in those other areas, don't be concerned or overly concerned that Miller's getting something that you on Woolsey, Bethel, these other communities aren't getting. That that phase has been designed, and we're going to build that phase out. So when you start hearing about uh, lighted fiber in the Miller area. No, it will be coming your way, and you really need to go ahead and sign up. Constru- yeah, construction is a process. We open up a cabinet in Miller, and then we'll set another cabinet somewhere down the line, and we build to it, and then we kind of build sequentially until we get to these areas. Now, folks in rural Marshall County, you're saying, well, what about me? We've been screaming for service. Guess what? Late June, Edwards Road, um, up north to Battle Road. Then we'll start moving south to St. Paul and French Road. And these are some of the folks who really don't have any service. Uh, so we're excited about that. So um, I tell you that to say we're working projects on top of projects. Uh, we brought on how many new contractors? Three, I think. And yes. um, just three in the last month. Yes. So it's, it's important. I'm not going to say that you get in line to, to sign up because we don't do it that way. But please make sure you sign up. We know that you are interested in service. If there are any obstacles for you uh, signing up for service, whether it be a contract with another provider, we're new to this. We don't, we're not familiar with the projects of, of the providers that are, or the contracts of the providers that are out there. Because we're not asking for a contract. Because we're not. It's free installation. We don't require a contract. It's worthy of a conversation. So if there's an obstacle for you signing up, call us. We want to dis- discuss that. 662-932-3500. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the Connect uh, telephone number. And you can talk to Lauren or Jabris or Chuck uh, or, or email us um, at info at northcentralelectric.com. I don't know. Do we have a Connect email? I believe up? we have uh, info at northcentralelectric.com. Let me double check. Really, if you think you have an existing contract and we're opening up construction, you know, somewhat close to your area, now's a great time to see what the terms of that contract are. 
right. and then you know your contract may be getting ready to expire by the time we arrive, or you may check and see if you have some type of automatic renewal that you were not aware of. Okay, Absolutely. so you can go to northcentralconnect.com backslash questions and send us a direct email. Um, so we want to we want to hear from you if you have questions. And there was there was actually something I wanted to address because it was on social media. There there was a few comments wondering if because we, we have to they have to sign a piece of paper that's not a contract that's, that's a service agreement that is not agreement. a contract yeah. um the only thing you'd be liable for is if you didn't return the equipment uh and and you'll just be re- responsible for the uh month that you have that service mm-hmm. and that's it. it it's simple as that folks um we are your local internet provider high-speed internet fiber provider um and it's all served by the folks you know here at north central so uh, please go ahead and sign up for service. You'll be looking out for community events throughout our service area throughout the summer. Uh, you may see me grilling hot dogs out in rural Marshall <laughs> and County. And me taking pictures of it. And no. J.D. running the demonstration trailer <laughs> while you're cooking the hot dogs and I'm taking the pictures. And I'm eating them. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to guess you were on a golf course, but, you know. Nah, I don't play golf on Saturdays. <laughs> oh, <okay. No. laughs> but, you know, there's a, there's a lot. There's just so much good going on right now, you know, and, 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 and we're trying to roll the fiber product out. That's why, you know, there's we got a lot of tree trimming going on right now. We're trying to get that done in preparation for all of the other ready-made work that has to be done. Uh, we've had so many storms. It just seems like, you know, every Wednesday or Thursday there for a while, a different storm was blowing in. Uh, and between the two, we know we've got some ruts out there in some yards. We know we've got some, uh, some tree debris on the ground and everything. Be patient with this. Um, you know, it's, it's growing pains. Um, and, and, and we certainly understand that, that we need to take care of those things, but it's going to be worth it. We, we've got a great product. Uh, we're a great local provider. Um, so get those contracts out. Look, look at what they are uh, and, and make sure that we know that you're interested because we're coming and we're getting to you just as quickly as we possibly can. Absolutely. Well, one last thing before we end. Uh, uh, everyone that is a member of North Central Electric Cooperative is, gets a subscription to Today in Mississippi uh, magazine that we offer every month through statewide. And you'll see articles from uh, myself or Michael and uh, messages from Kevin every month. We want to know what you think about this magazine and what we can do to improve it. Uh, some people got emails this week. Um, asking for survey links, so we ask that you uh, open that up. It comes from customer service at northcentralelectric.com. Uh, you can also see the link on our social media pages, and we would like to know uh, what we can do to improve this magazine, what you like, what you don't like. Um, and if you have story suggestions, uh, contact us. Uh, you can contact me, Justin Jaggers, uh, jjaggers at northcentralelectric.com. You can send me an email on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. <laughs> See, when I started, there was MySpace. No, what? That's is that coming back? Is Tom? Is Tom making a comeback there? So, um, no. So when I started five years ago at North Central, um, we had a North Central Electric Facebook and Twitter feed, and we have now increased that to thirteen social oh, media goodness. channels representing. Uh, this podcast and North Central Connect and North Central Electric. About how many acronyms we got floating around? Yes, <laughs> yeah. So uh, soon enough, we'll be just you know, TT is TikTok, FB is Facebook. Yeah, we'll just go that by that. But um, yeah, so you can hit us. Uh, you can find us on uh, Facebook and uh, and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat and YouTube. So 
Uh, find us, send us emails. If you want to be featured on the podcast or if you have a, a feature idea, please let me know. We're always looking to improve. So um, get involved with your cooperative. That's what we're here for, and we want to hear from you. So with all that being said, we are done. We will be back next month. Y'all have a good one. See you then.